Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. Hey, gang, today's poll question at Smirconish.com asks, are you open to the idea of voting for a libertarian candidate for local, state, or national office? I'm not asking, will you vote for a libertarian for president? I just want to take your pulse generally and learn how receptive you are to the whole approach of the libertarian party. And who better to have a conversation about that subject with than the chair of the National Libertarian Party? That would be Angela McCardle. Angela, thank you so much for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. How does one get to be the chair of the National Libertarian Party? Did you have to work through the party ranks like one would do in the Republican or Democratic Party? I sure did. I went from candidate to L.A. County chair to secretary of the California Libertarian Party to L.A. County chair to national chair. It's funny you say California, because when I think of the Libertarian Party over the years, like the name Ed Clark pops into my head. Am I right? Yep. That he was the guy who really gave it heft like in the 70s? He did. He put in a tremendous amount of work. He was he was a national chair um, and a candidate. He's done a lot of work for us. How would you describe the overall health of the Libertarian Party. I, I read recently that you had your, your biggest mayoral victory, I think it was in Wichita, Kansas. Am I right about this, that a Libertarian was just elected there? That's right. Lily Wu was just elected as uh, mayor of Wichita. I'm actually, I'm still counting our wins. We've had um, several wins across the country, maybe, maybe 20-ish that I've counted so far. In New York, North Carolina, Indiana, Ohio, where else? Um, yeah, quite quite a few. I've, I've got the spreadsheet open in front of me, and it's just so overwhelming. I can't get a good read on it yet. A- Angela, I've been poking around online on your page, the Libertarian page, and looking at the platform, which, by the way, begins this way. As Libertarians, we seek a world of liberty, a world in which all individuals are sovereign over their own lives and are not forced to sacrifice their values for the benefit of others. And then it's broken down by subject category. So, for example, self-ownership. Individuals own their bodies and have rights over them 
that other individuals, groups and governments may not violate or expression and communication. We support full freedom of expression and oppose government censorship, regulation or control of communications, media and technology. Privacy. Libertarians advocate individual privacy and government transparency. We are committed to ending government's practice of spying on everyone, personal relationships, sexual orientation, preference, gender or gender identity should have no impact on the government's treatment of individuals. You're for decriminalization of prostitution relative to national defense. You think the United States should both avoid entangling alliances and abandon its attempts to act as a policeman for the world. How does Angela McArdle, the chair of the National Party, sum up what it means to be a libertarian? I believe that this is really about having personal and economic freedom. That's what it means to be a libertarian, uh, abiding by something we call the non-aggression principle, which means avoiding violence unless it's in self-defense. And and that includes political violence. We don't want to lock people up in prison for nonviolent crimes, crimes that, you know, don't have victims. Uh, you know, we believe that that the drug war is failed, you know, while, while most of us are not particularly fans of, of drug use and prostitution. It's essentially none of our business and consenting adults need to be left alone to do whatever they please with their bodies and also face those consequences on their own as well. Robert F. Kennedy is getting a lot of attention running as an independent. You've also got Cornell West out there. You have Marianne Williamson out there. Jill Stein is back as a Green Party presidential candidate. Of course, we know what's going on with the R's and the D's. And I keep saying to my listening audience, don't forget the libertarians because, and Angela, correct me if I'm wrong, don't you have ballot position assured in all 50 states? We have it assured right now in 48 states, and we'll round out the last two in the election year. New York is a really challenging state to get ballot access in, but I'm confident that we have a good uh good strategy and and we'll be able to get that with no problem okay but you've got 48 already already handled oh yeah absolutely locked in so okay so what is about to unfold for your party describe for me the nomination process and how it culminates sure so running for president is extremely time consuming which is why you don't see a lot of people who are libertarians jump into the race until about january so we have um, a handful of candidates who've been making the, the state conventions and campaigning quite heavily, like Michael Rechtenwald, Chase Oliver, and, and Mike Termott. And you, you'll see them continue to campaign, and you may see a couple of big, big name people jump in in January. There's rumors, but nothing solid, unfortunately. And people will continue to campaign up until our national convention in Washington, D.C. on Memorial Day weekend next year. And that's when we select our nominee at a national convention through through a delegate process very similar to Republicans and Democrats. So in other words, I'm speaking to you from Pennsylvania. There will be a Pennsylvania delegation and, and they will vote as part of the nomination process. And so to the other 48 or maybe even 50 states and by oh, that yeah. ballot determine who will be the nominee. Yes. So delegates will be selected in Pennsylvania at their convention. And that mm-hmm. usually happens in March, I believe. And those delegates will go to the national convention and be part of the the group that ultimately selects our presidential nominee. Got it. Now, must someone be registered as a libertarian to seek your endorsement? 
Typically, yes. Uh, it really depends on the state law where it gets a little bit tricky because there are some states like Texas, where I live now, that don't have party registration. But if you have party registration, you should be registered as a libertarian. It gets a little tricky with fusion stating or fusion voting states like the state of New York. Right. So I remember. And by the way, I, I get blamed in some quarters for single handedly electing Donald Trump because I very publicly said I was voting for Bill Weld and Gary Johnson. I should say Gary Johnson and Bill Weld in 2016. But mm-hmm. they they were Republican governors of blue states. Uh, did they need to become libertarians to be your standard bearers? Uh, they did. They just changed their party registration and, and attend events. It's not a complicated process for them. So I guess what I really want to ask Angela McCardle, the head of the Libertarian Party, is... This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Smirconish program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. So I guess what I really want to ask Angela McCardle, the head of the Libertarian Party, is do you demand in, in your candidates, do you demand purity? I made reference briefly to the platform. Does someone need to be lockstep with a purely 
you know, freedom-loving, laissez-faire, independent perspective? Or is there some practical consideration here where you'd sacrifice a little bit of purity to have a name or a, a really, you know, strong, otherwise candidate? Right. Ultimately, it's up to the delegates. But I think what we want is someone who's very strong in a few key areas where it really matters. I think that you're going to see the libertarian nominee be really set apart from the rest of the field on foreign policy and stressing uh, that the United States be peaceful in its foreign policy approach. I don't anticipate that you're going to see someone who gets on the stage and screams about how we've got to, you know, abolish uh, Social Security right away and will and welfare, you know, and kick orphans and widows, if, if, if that's what you mean. Like, we need somebody who's going to be a good messenger more than anything else. Well, what and are some of those core? Well, give me some of those. Like, give me the litmus test. I'm trying to decide if, if I can meet sure. your standard. I don't mean me running, but I mean just me as a libertarian uh, potential. Like what? What? Give, ask some of the questions so that the audience can mull over in their head whether they might be a libertarian. Sure. Well, do you agree that we have been taxed too heavily in the United States yes. and that middle class people, right, should be able to take home more of what they earn? Yes. And right. Would you consider when you look at the war on drugs and everything that's happened from the Reagan administration till now that it has not worked out? That the policies we've pushed have maybe incarcerated and broken up families, and it hasn't been a family-first policy, and that we're not doing a good job of even regulating it, and people are still dying on the streets from fentanyl. Whatever we need to do, maybe we need to take a different approach. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I might not have said that 10 years ago, but yes, whatever it is we're doing, it's, it, it ain't happening. Right. It's just not working. And, and would you agree that maybe there's a better way to approach conflicts in other countries. And that might not be so extreme as bringing home every single troop and closing every military base, but perhaps we should reconsider the way that we engage in foreign policy and have these entangling alliances like the war in Ukraine. doesn't seem like pumping lots of money into it has really been beneficial to them, certainly not to taxpayers at home and people who felt the pain of inflation. And perhaps that the military campaigns that are happening right now in Palestine and Israel, where there are so many innocent civilians dying, maybe we should take a second look at that and our involvement and see if there's, even if it's challenging, a path forward that might be more peaceful. Okay, so I have I have a complicated answer to that. I'll, tr- I'll try and just sure. simplify. For far too long, I believe, we had this rote response that wherever there was a hot spot on the globe, in the globe, we opened up a base. And that was a huge mistake because all we did was get sucked into local conflict time and time again. But there are big issues, and Ukraine is one of them for me because I do worry about where Putin would stop, where I think we do need to take a stand and be involved. Be involved the way that we are today? Maybe not. I'm open to to hearing what the alternative might be. But I don't want us just sitting everything out. I do believe the United States has an obligation to, to provide some moral background for a a backdrop what am i trying to say backbone Mm -hmm. for the rest of the globe so i don't know i mean i i'm not sure i'm not sure i I can give you all you want maybe maybe a more peaceful approach or maybe a little bit more work with diplomacy because my concern is we pumped so much money into it and then military power and then it still hasn't worked right and 
I don't want to see Ukrainian citizens put through the meat grinder of war. I hate that they've instituted a draft. Certainly, I don't want to hand over Eastern Europe to Vladimir Putin. But I think maybe we should start talking and and be at the negotiating table instead of just running, ravaging this country with war. That's that's more the libertarian perspective. Got it. Angela, how close did RFK Jr. come to running as a libertarian? You know, I think it was pretty close. We've had a lot of good conversations and we're on good terms. And I respect his decision to want to go independent. The libertarians really admire the strong position he took uh, against mandates and lockdowns. And and so we're going to stay on friendly terms and and Hmm. see what happens. Wow. Well, wait a minute. What does that mean? Is there is there some prospect in the future that that he could be your candidate? I think it's a small chance, but I do think that it's a possibility. In other words, even running as an independent, he could still potentially possibly be the libertarian candidate. I mean, it's possible. We haven't ruled it out. It seems unlikely at this point, but I, I will say it's it's not a 100 percent no. It just okay, seems like improbable the more time goes. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope you will come back because I want to keep tabs on exactly what is going on with your nomination. I think there's a real opportunity here this year to uh, to have an impact. So absolutely. One one last thing. I want you to answer this question because I get peppered with it all the time and you must get hit with it all the time. So I imagine you've got a pretty good response. What do you say to those who say all you can be is a spoiler? All you're going to do is elect Donald Trump. Angela McArdle would say what? I think that it is absolute travesty and crime how Democrats steal our votes every two years at the at the ballot box. And I wish that they would all stay home or just vote libertarian. Wait, wait. <laughs> I guess that is the, your response then, right? It to really turn, is. I to mean, try and turn I the table. Say, you know, we had over 100 candidates run just this year in an off year. Right. And I'm still counting votes. Some of them, actually, you know, the counties still haven't turned the votes in. We have over 20 people elected this year. We're also clearly running for and winning local and county level positions. And that's like a really important part because there's so much a positive change that you can make at home in your own community. And that's really what we're all about. All right. You didn't mean Democrats are literally stealing votes. You just meant like, hey, I could be saying the same thing about them. Exactly. I could be saying the same thing about them. I could say the same thing about Republicans. Right. You're stealing our votes. I get it. Yep. That's right. Okay, Angela, nice to make your acquaintance and looking forward to you coming back. Thanks so much for having me. That's Angela McCardle, the head of the Libertarian Party. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. 
Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Lisa, that's that one thing you wanted to tell us is what? Okay, one thing. Third party means that nobody gets the right amount of electoral votes and you're letting the House decide the president. Two, I voted for Anderson. I thought he had a real chance. I was all pumped up. And when I found out that it threw the election to a Republican, I could kick myself. Never again. Never a third party. Then, then just be prepared. Somebody elected with. Then just be prepared to accept that we are only ever going to have those two choices. Uh, I'm unaccepting of that. Melinda, Fresno, you most wanted to say what? Uh, More on the budget deficit. There was $15 billion taken in by 24 states in 2022 alone in legal tax, uh, marijuana tax. And that's with no federal uh, regulation on it. So imagine 50 states taking in that amount of tax money. Meaning if we legalized everywhere, we'd be a lot better off. Oh, yeah. yeah. 15 well, we, billion in one we, year just from the legal state. We have got to, to end that, uh, that, that whole scheduling system as it applies to weed. It's just ridiculous. And I don't want to always have to pay in cash. Ed, you're in Beverly, Massachusetts. Greetings. What did you most want to say? I've been voting Libertarian for years. I think the idea that you're throwing away your vote just destroys the whole process. People need to vote for what they want to vote for and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, I don't regard it as a wasted vote. You went out and you had your say. I mean, I, I guess I could say any time I voted for someone. In fact, any time there's, there's a perception that there's a landslide election, but you really like the underdog, like she speaks your language or he speaks your language. In what, you're going to just sit up now? Why am I even going to do it? I'd just be wasting my vote because I'm on the losing side. Go make a statement. Hi, Gary, you're in Wisconsin. What did you most want to say? Uh, just to say that I think libertarians are, um, have some really good ideas, but they're a little too close to anarchy. And they, they ignore too many of the things that uh, people really need in this country that only government can provide. And but before I go, I tried to vote no on your on your poll question this morning, and no matter what I did, it made me vote yes. I thought I was I thought Hugo Chavez was in there. 
<laughs> no, we had the people that uh, that Trump was relying on in in Georgia, and they they hired that same. I shouldn't even make a joke about it. It ended up being a defamation action that that Fox lost. I'm sorry you had a technical issue. By the way, if you ever have a technical issue voting or anything related to the website or newsletter, editor at smirconish.com. And Alice is great. Alice is great. But don't, you know, only if you need her. Okay? She's got other very, very gracious. She's got other Thank things you. on her plate. So right. only very, if you really need her. Thank you. Uh, Jeff, New Orleans, what did you most want to say? Michael, tell me about immigration. Uh, I'm somewhere in between open borders and locking everybody up and sending them home. Where are we? What? Wait a minute. Why? You mean you're somewhere between open borders or you're trying to understand what is their perspective? I, under, I want to understand what the perspective is. I said I am somewhere in between mm. open borders Got it. and locking everybody up and sending them back. Somewhere yeah, well, I guess we, fun, we've got to find a medium. I, I can't. Yes, I agree with you. We, we need we, we need to have a healthy immigration process. I don't, I don't want to seal it all, but it's gone too far. Uh, I hope that their position would be one of, of respecting national borders. Chris, greetings in Minnesota. You most wanted to say what? Uh, hi, Michael. I just want to say I, I really wish people would do more research when it comes to the Libertarian Party because they are a really good alternative to red and blue. And this whole notion that, oh, you're going to vote, you're taking a vote from way from blue or red is, is a, it's a cock of shit. It's a cock of shit. I wonder I, I wonder if we move the needle on the voting by having the interview. Daniel, quickly from L.A., you wanted to say what? Thank you for bringing her on. I, I'm shocked. I think I might be a libertarian. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, Michael, I, did, I didn't know. I recently changed from the Democratic Party to no party preference. I, I think I'm a mutt. I'm confused half the time because I don't agree with the parties. The primaries are, are not. They're ineffective. I love it. Thank you. Keep it going. And who knows? We're all mutts. We are all mutts. The only ones who are, I'll stick with this, this line of thought, who are purebreds are the cable hosts and the people who have access to the media and the politicians. I'm telling you, they're the only purebreds. The rest of us are all the mutts. And there's strength in mutts. If only we would nominate a mutt. You know? I love that line of thinking. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now 
wherever you get your podcasts.